live from the Charlie Pete Studios, this is The Ellen Taylor Show. Hello, welcome to it, episode number six of The Ellen Taylor Show. My name is Ellen Taylor, and I live in the frozen food section of the country. It is mid-March, and it is still snowing outside. I don't remember if winter always went on this long, or I just don't, again, remember because I was in Seattle for almost 10 years. This is insane. I'm so over the snow and I'm not trying to complain, but I'm complaining and I'm this whole podcast and episode is not going to be complaining, but a lot of y'all have slid into my DMs and said, Ellen, if you hate it so much, why don't you move? And the answer is I am. (laughs) I am moving. I have been planning a move and I know I've been a little cryptic about the details as to where, and I cannot share those details again yet, but um, it is not my time yet to move unfortunately. And that kind of ties into what this episode is going to be about, which is you cannot live a story in real time. I'll explain more in a second, but I'm trying to make the most out of my time here because I was reminded that life doesn't work on our time. As if we didn't already get slapped with that reminder for the last two years. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine. Actually, I talked about him a couple of episodes ago, Greg Scruggs. He, uh, if you followed me for a while, you know that him and I have been friends for a long time. We met our first year out in Seattle and he played football, won two rings, and then was recently a coach with the University of Cincinnati. And update, as of last week, has now been hired by the NFL. He is now a coach for the New York Jets. So we were catching up hearing about his new job, talking about, Greg and I talk about philosophical, deep things. And a lot of times we talk about faith and he brings me back to it. And while y'all know that this is not a Jesus God podcast, because I do not know everything there is to know about it, um, I do believe. And I think whether you believe in God or not doesn't matter. I'm for this instance and for this conversation, because it can be about whatever it is that you believe in the universe, karma, the world, because at the end of the day, I don't think very many of us can really sit down and wholeheartedly say that we are in control of everything. And there's not something bigger that controls that whatever that is for you is for you. So, um, Greg and I were talking and he reminded me of how like just, Again, we have no control over time. We do not work on our timetables as much as we want to. And I think we're in an interesting position where we are trying to overcorrect for the last two years. The last two years, we had no control or very little control over anything. So now that we are getting back closer and closer to normal, whatever that looks like now, and we talked about that real deep last episode, um, we have to stop ourselves from trying to be those control freaks that me personally, I was even before the pandemic because life is easier when you experience life and you're not trying to control the outcome of everything because at the end of the day, you're going to fail because you cannot control everything, especially other people's uh, opinions, perspectives, choices that they make, which might in turn affect yours. The inspiration for... Today's episode actually came from one of my favorite places, uh, at least recently, which is TikTok. I love TikTok. 
I think partially it's because I am not verified on TikTok yet. So I think that with a blue check comes great responsibility. Maybe I'm being a goober when I say that. I'm a goober for saying goober. Um, <laughs> but I really enjoy TikTok. And if you think that TikTok is still the app where kids go to like dance, you're missing the boat. You need to get on this train because the way that we look at Facebook, as in that's where the old people are, that's what people are starting to look at Instagram as, okay? And everyone's moving on over to TikTok. I think there is a, this is not a social media podcast by any means, but I think there are definitely pros for all of the platforms. But um, if you're someone that's been thinking, oh, like, I don't want to get involved in another platform, do it. Just do it. It's all going that way. So I was on TikTok. Follow me. Ellen Taylor, T-A-I-L-O-R, as if my name isn't already plastered all over the place on this podcast and this show, but I am the show and I will own it. Side note, I'm the show merch available at ellentaylor.com, T-A-I-L-O-R.com. <laughs> I'm scrolling through TikTok and this guy continues to pop up on my For You page. I haven't watched The Bachelor in years, not because I don't like it. Um, I've had friends on the show. In fact, an ex situation, an ex, some, an ex something was on a recent season, which was wild. Um, I just haven't watched it. But nonetheless, The Bachelor is such a popular show that you recognize some of the people. And this guy that keeps popping up on my For You page on TikTok, his name is Nick Vile. I think he was a villain and then later became the lead on the show. And he now has a podcast called Vile Files. I think I'm saying that right. I believe I'm saying that right. Anyway, I stop not because I recognize him, but I stop on his content because he makes really good points. And in this one that I'm going to play for you, he makes a point. This is about dating. A woman calls in and wants uh, advice from him. And while he's talking about in a dating perspective, I want to challenge you to think about how you can um, relay this or apply this to your life in general outside of dating okay here we go let's let's play this in my head i have this great like went through a breakup moved to europe i'm gonna meet this amazing guy don't romanticize about it don't buy into the story if this ends up being your guy if you get married then you guys can go back and tell this very romantic story about how you met don't make up the story before it happens yeah, i think a no, lot totally. of people make that mistake mm -hmm. of writing their story about this date or this person they're about to go on or the person they're about to meet no no no. your excitement doesn't all of a sudden mean you know things about him or the relationship or the future we are so busy writing a story for ourselves to walk into that we don't actually experience the story that's happening now you cannot write a story in real time you can experience what will later become a story that you go back and tell or write. But as you're living life, you're living life. You're not living in a story. This is real life. This is not a book turned into a movie that you are acting in, okay? I was going to move twice before and for whatever reason there's a lot of reasons but I am still here and I am now planning to make this move to somewhere else other than Grand Rapids I know I've been really cryptic about it and I can't say where it's going to be but I am planning on making this move and it is going to happen gosh dang it is going to happen because I have faith and I believe right it is just not my time and as I'm having this conversation catching up with Greg talking about his new job with the New York Jets and we're both talking about time and he stopped and he said hmm Ellen, it just, it feels like 
it's not your time yet. Like there's something going on and it's not your time yet. Now, we'll never know why things happen in the order that they happen. I think, again, that's something bigger than us. Maybe when we get to heaven, if that's what you believe in, you get you see the whole thing. Or you can go back and write your story. If you think about where you were, right? Let's go back to 2011. I was ready to leave. And I had so many opportunities to leave Grand Rapids. And it was a job in North Carolina. And then there was another job in Baltimore. And then there was another job. And for whatever reason, those jobs kept falling through. But I was ready to leave. And I'm like, why am I not leaving? I want to get out of here. When is this opportunity going to come to me? Because I am ready to go. Things needed to happen, not to me, but to uh, in different scenarios and different instances that would create an opening for me in what would later be my move to Seattle. I could not do anything other than stay ready. You hear athletes a lot talking about if you stay ready, you ain't never got to get ready, right? You don't ever have to be, just be ready. Be ready for whatever it is. And that's really hard for me to do because when I'm ready, when I finally get my shit together and I'm ready to go, I want to go. I don't want to sit around and wait. I kind of blame my mom a little bit for this because um, she's the one that was always on time. She's a one on the Enneagram, if that says anything. Um, but she likes to do things and be right about everything. And so I remember, I feel, and I jokingly say, wasting my life waiting. If we had a doctor's appointment at 2, we would get there at 1.30. Like, why am I waiting here for a half an hour? that doesn't make sense. And so I think I try to overcompensate now in adulthood by when I'm ready, I just want to go. Let's go do the damn thing. And it's instances like this that I'm reminded that again, I don't have control over everything. Probably nothing, but let's just say everything. Okay. I like to pretend like I have some control over something. So whatever, don't have control over everything. You cannot write your story in real time. Like Nick Vile says in that little clip that I played you from TikTok, right? You don't know everything that's going to come. So how can you write a story? What are you? Are you a psychic? Are you God? Are you some prophecy? Mm, I mean, probably not. I hate to ruin it for you. You're probably not. So if we cannot predict the future, we can prepare for it and get ourselves ready, right? So why do we continue to say to ourselves, oh, it's going to go like this, this, and this. I think also it's a millennial thing as well because, and I've mentioned this in a previous episode as well, we were always taught, if you do this, you'll get that. And we never got that. For example, if you go to school, you get good grades, you'll get into a college. Get into a college, graduate, you'll get a great job. Get a great job, get settled, and then you'll get married, you'll have kids, and you'll live happily ever after. That did not happen for millennials because we were hit with crisis after crisis after crisis, okay? So, Millennials know more than anybody that you don't always get what you want, no matter how much you plan for. But what you can do is be prepared for those times that you want to come and bring into your life. A lot of things that I see on TikTok is about manifesting, manifest your life. And this is the exact same thing that I'm talking about, except in different words, right? That I guess maybe appeals to Gen Z or someone who maybe doesn't believe in God and believes more in, in, in the universe and karma. Again, whatever it is that you believe in, there is something bigger at play and we cannot control that. But what we can control is being prepared for those times. So what can you do now in your life to experience your story? Experience the life that you will go back and write about. 
experience the life that you will go back and tell your friends, family, kids, grandkids about. Why are you trying to write a story? I know why. It's because it's comforting. It's because we have control of it. Because who writes a bad story for themselves? Nobody. The story that I'm going to write about me for my life is going to have a great happy ending with a hot husband and a lot of money, okay? I'm just going to say it. And a lot of health and a long life, right? And doggies that live for forever. That's the story that I'm going to write for myself. But we cannot write our own stories. Not all the way. We can prepare ourselves and put ourselves in positions for what it is that we want. And that's really hard to do when you realize and you accept that all because you put yourself in that position doesn't always mean that you're going to get it. I talked about also in a previous episode that I'm very worried about Gen Z because I think that they have lost their naivete, naive, naiveness. Na- I don't know how to say the past tense of naive, but just go with me. <laughs> That's what I mean to say. I took a lot of risks in my 20s because I was naive, because I believed wholeheartedly that everything was going to work out. The older you get and the more crises that you go through, and I think Gen Z has been through obviously the pandemic where a lot of things were ripped away from them. Um, I think many adults now more than ever understand that you don't always get what you want. No matter how hard you try, life is not going to be fair. I've challenged you many times before to... Do and think about what's hard to do. It is easy to give up. It is easy to stop and say, well, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. That's just what happens. Well, I worked really hard and I didn't get what I wanted. I'm also preaching to myself because I know that I've had these conversations with my therapist where I'm very resentful. I'm like, hey, I worked really hard. I did all of these things. Why don't I have everything that I want? So instead of going the easy route and just being like, well, screw it, right? Life sucks. I don't have anything to prove for. I just keep working for nothing. And I, I don't know why I'm making that voice and mocking it because I literally have that conversation with myself every single day. I stopped myself. Even today, I stopped myself. It took forever for me to get out of bed, to take a shower, to brush my hair, to put my makeup on, to record this podcast. Not because I don't like recording the podcast, but because I'm like, why am I doing it? I don't have anyone signing my checks. I don't have a boss that's saying, hey, good job. You get to keep your job because you keep showing up and you keep putting out this podcast. There's a lot of freedom in being independent, but there's also a lot of why am I doing it? This is also now a great opportunity for me to say, please continue to support the show (laughs) and I'll keep putting it out because when you see numbers and things like that uh, go up or down or metrics and stuff like that, you, you, you get little pieces of what's happening, but you will never know the whole story until you're away from it and can look back at it and see the full picture. When I was doing this video of a Super Bowl champion doing my makeup, a few years ago, if you missed this episode, Greg Scruggs is literally doing my makeup for a funny YouTube video. No one told me to do this video. I thought for a second I was going to be a beauty guru. And so I decided I was going to film this video. My friend was up for putting makeup on my face. Did I know that that video was going to be what my future news director saw and the reason why I got hired at a TV station? No, absolutely not. That was not my intention behind it, but we can't see the full picture until it's done. 
in that moment, if you would have told me, hey, well, this is going to be what's going to make get you on TV, I would have been like, yeah, right. Well, what kind of a job is that? Or, oh, that sounds really cool. Let me put it out now. And, and then I had put that video out and I didn't get the job in television until a couple of years later because things needed to happen. If I would have known that putting out that video was going to lead to me getting a TV job, I would have been very impatient in those years that it took to actually happen that I would have somehow messed it up. Further proof that it is life is not on our timeline. We know what we want in the future. But it's not always clear how to get to what we want in the future. And I think that's where I'm struggling with right now personally. Why am I doing this podcast? I'm doing it, yeah, to get back on the horse. For what? For someone to see it and then give me another job in television and or radio, which I'm not even sure if I necessarily want to go back to because I like being independent. But being independent does not come with um, financial stability because right now this podcast is not making enough for me to sustain myself, right? Um, Also a nice point in time to say, if you can, please go to ellentaylor.com and support the show. You can do so for as little as 99 cents a month. It helps. It helps. Um, But also, why am I doing this podcast? Because I don't have a boss that's telling me, hey, good job, because I like praise. And I'm not making a crap ton of, I'm not making barely any money doing this. So why am I doing it? I'm doing it because I have faith that, or I'm, t- I'm trying really hard to tell myself, I almost, I was convinced myself there for a second. I am doing this because I have faith that what's meant for me will be for me and it will come. That whatever is next in my life is, this is something that I need to do in order to get to what's next in my life. And that's really hard to do when you don't know what it is that's next. I know that I am making a move. I know that. But when I get there, I don't know what's going to happen. That is a very defined thing, right? But that is also for anybody in life. Even if you do have a goal, let's say you have a goal and you want to change jobs in the next six months. Oh, no, 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 no. Even better. Here we go. You got hired for a job and you start it in two weeks. Okay. You know where the goal is. You know where you're going. But do you? Because a lot can happen in two weeks. I'm not telling you that so you can worry. I'm telling you that because that's reality, right? But does that mean that you shouldn't go out with your friends and celebrate? Does that mean that you shouldn't have that going away party at your old job? Does that mean that you shouldn't go out and buy yourself that new outfit for your first day at your new job? No, go do it. Celebrate your damn self. Because we don't know what's going to happen. We can get morbid with it. We can say, oh yeah, well, you know what? Tomorrow I might wake up and well, I might not wake up. That's also a possibility. But what's the point of living life that way? I mean, well, if you're depressed, you live life that way. And trust me, I know it. It's really, really hard. I'm sorry. It's really, really easy to live that way and really, really hard to get out of it. And I told you last episode, this this phenomenon happens when I'm editing this podcast. I wind up giving myself my own advice. I don't know what it is. It's like I have split personalities. That sounds really weird. (laughs) Um. But forget about me for a second. What are you doing in your life right now that will later be part of your story? You want your story to be happy, okay? You want your story to end like a fairy tale. 
Can you control the ending? No. But can you control what's happening along the way? Yeah, I think so. You can choose to look at the positive. You can choose the joy. You can choose the happiness. You can choose doing the things for yourself. But every choice comes with its rewards and consequences, whatever that might be. Listen, I can choose to not put out any more podcasts because I want to, I don't know, go and just get not low for the next two weeks straight. Yeah, guess what? In the moment when I am not low, oh, I'm going to be loving life. But in two weeks when I come out of the fog (laughs) and the haze, I'm going to be pretty upset. So yes, there's consequences to every decision, but it doesn't need to be as black and white as that. It could be something as simple as, you know what? I am, right, let's go back to the diet thing. I'm doing so well on my diet, ugh, but like I don't, I'm craving that milkshake. Get the freaking milkshake. Get a half a milkshake. Who cares, right? Because you don't know if you're going to hit your goal. I'm just gonna say it, you don't know. But what happens if you go and you get that half a milkshake and you know what? You go and you meet someone who is going to ultimately wind up being your best friend while you're waiting in line for that half a milkshake because you decide to splurge that day. You don't know that part of the story. You don't know that part of your story because it hasn't happened yet. We cannot write a story in real time, but you can experience life in real time, which will then turn into a very sweet story that you will go back and tell. I'm not saying don't have goals, don't have things that you're working towards. What I'm saying is don't be so stuck in how you're going to get there that you miss opportunities to live life because they're not part of the story that you, as Miss Cleo, have written for yourself because you cannot see the future. You are not a prophecy. You cannot tell a story in real time. Stories are things that we tell based off of past experiences, memories, whatever it is. Stories do not happen right now in real time. Life happens right now in real time and later turns into great stories that we tell learning stories, sad stories, whatever it is, but they turn into stories after the fact. So what is your story going to be? I don't know. You don't know either. But what is your life going to be today? What are you choosing to do today? What experience are you choosing today for yourself? That's what I want to challenge you with. Think about what it is that you're doing today for you and go ahead and do it. Stop trying to create content and be the content. Stop trying to be, no, to write the story and be the story. You're the show. Never forget that. I'm the show merch up at ellentaylor.com. And again, if you're looking to add to your family, please, please, please remember to adopt and don't shop. I'll see you next week on The Ellen Taylor Show.